All right, as we said, uh, the book, They Call Me Pudge, Yvonne Rodriguez with Jeff Sullivan, is Triumph Books. Uh, and we have the Hall of Fame catcher in the studio with us. Uh, Pudge, welcome. Nice to see you. Mike Francesa, WFAN. How are you? you? I'm doing great. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Appreciate it. And obviously you're making the whirlwind uh, book tour. Pudge will be at bookends tonight in Ridgewood, New Jersey. I'm sure there'll be a huge crowd from 7 to 9, so he'll be there signing tonight. Uh, So you can uh, see him then. And... uh, Get, tell me, when they came to you and said, hey, let's do a book, what do you think? You want to do a well, book? Well, you know, yeah, of course. I just, uh, it, it, it took a long time, obviously. You know, just yeah. uh, uh, months just to get it done. Uh, it was over uh, 200 and something pages there. So, I mean, we take a lot of time. And it's just, uh, it just a life of, from Pudge from the beginning. You know, he started playing ball at the age of six all the way uh you know, all the way my my child, you know, uh, memories and and then signing, you know, when I signed professional baseball and and just continue on all the way twenty one years after that in the big leagues. Great career, as everyone knows. I mean, fourteen time All Star, thirteen Gold Gloves, one of the great catches. Uh, you know, also a million Silver Sluggers, uh, the classic. Uh, 2003, which we don't like to remember around here too well, obviously, against the Yankees. <laughs> but before that, yeah, sorry, great, sorry. Yeah, and I'll get to that because that, that series has some things sticking in my head I want to get to you about. But, uh, you know, and you caught every game. But before that, you had the great series against the Giants, the great series against the Cubs. You were brilliant in the postseason. You were right. unbelievable. You're MVP of the NLCS. Uh, so you had a wonderful year. But, <laughs> but before that, you're in Texas. You're a kid. You show up there and. There's some big guys around there, right? First of all, Nolan Ryan's still there. Nolan so you get Ryan. The, what was it like the well, first time you caught <laughs> Nolan Ryan? Well, I'm going to start, you know, back in in 1991 when uh, when Bobby Jones uh, called me up in the office when I was in Double A, and the day before, uh, uh, I supposed, you know, I supposed, you know, I was practicing, and the next day I was supposed to get Mary on the field in a doubleheader, and doing batting practice the day before. Uh, Bobby uh, came to the outfield. I was checking balls, and and uh, he said, "Punch, we I need to talk to you. Come to my office after batting practice." So I went up, and when I went up, you know, I came in through the door. All the coaches, I was sitting right right there, and Bobby Jones, you know, have a chair for me. Let me sit down, and and he said, "Well, I have a I have a couple of things to tell you." And uh, and the first one is you gonna the first question is you gonna get, you want to get married? I said, of course I want to get married. That's what I was practicing earlier. And he said, well, the second question you want to be in the big leagues? And I said, of course I want to be in the big leagues. He said, okay, well, be ready for the you 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 make a choice. Are you gonna stay here tomorrow and get married, or or you get on a plane tonight and go to Chicago for the first <laughs> for the first major league game? And you're a teenager. I was a 19 year old kid, and I said, "Hold on, no, no, I can, I can delay. I can talk to her. <laughs> yeah, right. I can talk to her." And we ended up getting married in the following year. And 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 I came in. I came to Chicago, and I didn't expect myself to be in the lineup. And the first guy, you know, I was in the lineup the first time, and. And the first pitcher I catch was Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown, and sure. Kevin we Brown, you know, you know Kevin Brown, good, good stuff, stuff, good sinker. Right. Yep. And then the second day, I followed by Nolan Ryan. How about? Uh, tell me what it was like to catch. It Nolan was great. Ryan. It was great. It was a, 
It wasn't a... a Had you seen anything like that before in terms of speed? Had anybody thrown that hard? Well, you know, uh, Darren Oliver was in the minor league system, left-hander. Sure, remember him well. Left-hander. He was was a hard thrower, but nothing compared like Nolan. Uh, You know, explosive fastball, 98 plus. And if he got the the curve in the strike zone, forget it, right? Yeah, at the age of 43, believe it or not, he was, you know, throwing 98. Never lost that fastball. (laughs) Yeah. So... When I uh, when when we sit down uh, uh, to do the meeting, uh, Nolan, it was a very short meeting. You know, he came in and 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 he told Tom House, let me let me let me tell him what I wanted what I want him to do. He say he sit down and I say Ivan, you know, Pudge, this is the only thing you gotta do. You know, you just go out there, just go back there, and the only thing you need just put fingers down. You just put fastball, curve, change up, and I'll throw it to you. So basically, that's what I did. I have a great idea, and he ended up pitching five innings, uh, win the game. And, and the second time out that I faced Nolan Ryan, we we almost threw a an on hitter. Another was, one, yes. Uh, he, 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 he was supposed to be his eighth right. on hitter, and and Dave Winfield got a hit to left field in the eighth inning. Wow, that's unbelievable catching him, and then you're there. And you're established when they sign A Rod to this enormous contract. Right. So you see that when he, what were you thinking when you heard A Rod got two hundred and fifty-six million dollars or whatever? It was? I, well, the first thing I, the first thing came to my mind, I said, "Well, baseball is change. Yes, baseball is changing." And and if you see the way the baseball is right now, you know, Giancarlo Stanton three hundred plus yep. million dollars, and we don't know how much Bryce Harper is going to make, right. which is. It's going to be unbelievable amount of money, but uh, I like to see that. I mean, baseball is is a is a big industry. You know, it's, it's billions of dollars uh, industry, and, and and if you go to every game today, is forty five thousand plus people, even weekdays. You know, come to see uh, this very good young talent. The players that play and you guys right had now. some good teams in the nineties. I mean, you had some you had some good. Yeah, teams we got there, great we know, got great teams. Long but Gonzalez but a, yes. and you know, good, you had a lot of good players yeah, go through there. You know, we was you know we had a great team. Guys, you know the the power hitter that hit the ball yep. out of the ballpark, plays the game hard. Palmero, you know, learn yep. how to play the game. You know, we learned how to play the game hard right from the beginning. And I'm not saying that the that today's they're not doing it. They still doing it, but. But I'm a fan of baseball now. I, you know, I, I've worked for the Rangers. I work on TV doing pre and post game, and I'm enjoy every game. Every time I go to the ballpark and and sit and watch nine inning and see this game play, see this all these young players playing baseball. All right, when we think of you, first of all, obviously we think of a guy who was a big clutch player, got a lot of big hits and stuff, but also your ability to throw out runners. Right. You could throw out runners. Now, people used to say he only calls fastballs because he wants to throw out runners, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. You know, so that's what pitchers would say, well, right? And that probably wasn't true. Well, but tell me, true at all or not true at all? Well, no, uh, uh, it is probably, obviously, I was, a, I was a fastball catcher. Okay. Obviously. Yep. Uh, you want a shot to get these guys. That doesn't mean that I call every time fastball to throw somebody out. Right. I I always a big believer of strike one with the fastball. Strike so I get strike one and on to a me, guy. Yep. You know, it's not other pitch than the pitcher can throw to you know for strike than the fastball. So I I, I try when I was a catcher. Some uh, you know pretty much all my reports that I give to the starting pitcher is. Let's establish the fastball in and out. 
in, down and in, up and in, down and away, up and away. Because I think that is very difficult pitch to hit. And, and that's the that's the pitch that and you strike can one makes a big you can grab it too. to seam. Right. You can grab it to seam and you can move him. And you can grab it for seam and you can add mm-hmm. speed on it. So when it guys on base, you, you know, obviously it's not that I call the fast boys because the report that I want to keep is stay there. Uh, Why are you, you know, so good throwing runners out? Because I anticipate the place. I always anticipate. Uh, I learned that from such early age, very early. Who taught you? Was there anybody who was a big influence on you as a catcher? Uh, no, that's something that came. You know that that I uh, that I did it myself. To be honest with you, uh, I always anticipate blocking. I always anticipate throwing. I always trying to be ahead of the game a little bit. Who was and the, the hardest ba- guy to throw out? Who was the guy when he was on first base? You were like, all right, that's my I guy. I'm going to uh, Roberto Aloma was very smart. You know, he uh, got, I have a lot of trouble throwing him out because he'd take big jumps out of the picture. Right. Uh, Kenny Lofton was another one. You know, guys that knows how to steal bases. It's not get a good jump. It's not that you're stealing against the catcher. You have to steal against the you pitcher. You have to yep. steal against the pitcher, no get question. a good jump. No it question. doesn't matter how strong of a arm you have. If you get a big jump, it's impossible. Let me go to your special year. Now, you won the, you won the MVP in the American League. I think it was 99, right? 99. 99. Uh, but you have this unbelievable year in, in Miami. Now, you go to Miami, right, which was a big deal. You go to Miami, right? And that team has a great year. You have a great playoff. But I want to get to that World Series because it was a fascinating, fascinating World Series. Tell me what you think, and Yankee fans remember it. <laughs> All right? You go down back to Miami Yanks are up two games to one. You guys, I remember the, going for game four, and the whole town was like, oh, the Yankees, they're unbeatable, this and that. And the Yankees, they don't, they don't win another game in the series. No, I mean, they, that, whole, that whole series changes. <laughs> game five was the game where Wells got hurt and Contreras came in. You remember that game? And then the whole controversy of game six about should he pitch Beckett on the short rest or not, and he throws a... Classic shutout. Mm. What? Tell me about you caught all those games. Tell me about what you remember about that series well, against that, a team that you weren't supposed to beat. You was you, Yankees were well, supposed we to beat you guys. We didn't supposed to be the Giants. The right. Giants supposed to be the team to win the whole thing, and 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 we able to eliminate them in the first round. Yep. And then we went to the Cubs. And, and you had a great series against yes, the Cubs. Yes, and, and beat the Cubs in seven games. Yeah, and, ten RBIs and in that series. About, yeah, yep. and thinking about beating, uh, just beat. The best two pitchers at the time, in in Mark Pryor and yep. Kelly Wood, yep. you know, in Game Six and Seven yep. in Chicago, that was uh, I think that was the, the the key for us and give us more uh, confidence just to go to. Were the you World confident Syria. against the Yankees? Uh, we, you know what, we always play relaxed because they didn't they didn't expect us to be where right. you know in the playoff anyway. So so we take that as a positive. Thing for us, so when we start the series in uh, in the Yankee Stadium, yep. I think what what made the, the the series different was the first inning when when Juan Pierre bunt and then Castillo hit and run base hit to right field and then I hit you know I hit a fly a sacrifice fly to right field one to right. nothing in less than five pitches six pitches. You know, that I saw that the fans, like, you know, quiet really quick. Mm-hmm. And that to us was like the key because we 
we we start ahead. You know, we start in ahead. We start in ahead, and and when you have a good pitching staff, like the pitching staff that we have, yep. it makes my job easier behind the plate. So you know, we lost the last two. Yes, we lost the last two. But when we came home, you know, remember we the, we play in a football stadium. And you're talking about 75,000 people. Yep. You know. And, and that, that muggy night where Bernie hit a couple of long flies off Beckett that stayed in the game. Yeah. That stayed in the park. It was yes. a muggy, rainy. I mean, it was a rain delay. Yambi, Remember that night? Yambi uh, was injured. Yep. It was out of the lineup. Yep. And that was, uh, that was big for us because, you know, having him out of the lineup with back problems. And then Wells, when it was 2-2. Couldn't pitch. Remember, Contreras had to come in the right, game, and right. you guys win that game. And then Beckett with McKeon, the whole thing about pitching. What was your thought about pitching him on the short rest? Were you for pitching him on the short rest? Well, yes, because he he has Jack McKeon to give him the ball. And that's why, you know, I always say that to me, he's, he's one of the most respected pitchers in the game because – not too many, not too many pitchers can do that. That was a great you game know, he pitched that game six. Especially oh. his age, you know. I was at that game six at Yankee Stadium. Days, oh, we went, to, we went to Florida too. I was at the games in Florida and then went to get back to Yankee Stadium. And everyone was saying, "Oh, this is a mistake," you know, saving for game seven. And out and he threw a, I think a four hit or five hit or whatever it was. Pitched yeah, a great Jack, game. Jack didn't think about game seven. He was thinking about game six. Yep. And he's saying the club, let's let's get it over with. Let's get it over today. So he, so he. That's why he bring uh, Beckett on, and well. Did you know right away? You knew right away that night he had great stuff, oh, yeah. right? Right Since away. Since the bullpen, right? Since the bullpen, you know, I see his his attitude, his face, you know, the way he was throwing in the bullpen. Can you tell in the first inning, my guy's got it tonight? I'm good. Uh, can you tell yeah, right away? Yeah, because because all the breaking balls that all the breaking balls that I uh, that I call freeze all the hitters. It was, it, it was breaking so big. You know, it was a really 12-6 big breaking ball. And and I remember, I think, I don't know if it was uh, uh, Bernie or Jeter that we strike one of them out in a 3-2 curveball for strike. Wow. You know, if yep. you freeze him up. And, 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 and when you see a pitcher that feels so comfortable, with a breaking ball, they can throw for strike in three and through and three and two, and plus ninety nine miles an hour behind that. I mean, that's that's very difficult to beat a guy like that. You had played against the Yankees in the playoffs in the nineties. You know, the Yanks had won those series. We know uh, those were tough series. Uh, uh, to finally win that World Series in two thousand three, what that mean? It means a lot. It means because it means you know it takes me twelve years. You know, year thirteen in my career to win it. Uh, uh, I was in three playoffs, and you were such a leader on, and you were such I, a leader on that team too in Florida. Yeah, you really were. Yeah, I was. Uh, I go in, I go in a little back that I, that I was playing in three playoffs with the Rangers, right? And we got eliminated by the Yankees yep. very quickly in the yep. first round. You know, one series, you know, in three games. The other one, three games, the one, and the second, the third one, three games too. So, yep. You know that year, those years was the the Yankees era, you know, yeah, nobody, can, nobody can beat them. Uh, and then be able to, to go to Florida, stay home, sign a one year there, stay with the kids, you know, you know, have the chance to take them to school every morning and, and see my son in the field every day with me when I'm, when I'm at home. It was a, it was a blessing for me to stay. And then what we did, you know, what we, what we accomplished 
that year, you know, the chemistry that we have all year round and, and, and play the game hard, do our best that we can, you know, helping the pitching staff. Uh, you know, I, I helped, I, you know, I helped the whole pitching staff and I lowered their ERA to every single one of them. You know that year by one point, and you, you got know, so many clutch hits that year too. Yes. I mean, you especially in the postseason, you well, had so many big hits. When I started the season, hits. I was I hit I hit one sixty five the first month and a half, and then I remember that I sit down with Ossie Guillen. He used to be sure. a third baseman yeah. for us that year, and and he said, "Sit down," and he said, "What happened? Well, it's start for you to get going. You know, start to start to overswing, start to be you." You know, you don't have nothing to prove. You're here, you're a good player, and and I want you to start to be yourself. So since that day, you know, we went to the cage and working things that he saw that I wasn't doing. And after that, you know, I finished with a great season, 296 and 80 son RBIs, you know, for the uh, for the Marlins and, and uh, have a great playoff. And win the World Series. We're talking with, uh, obviously, Hall of Famer Pudge Rodriguez. The book, They Call Me Pudge, uh, Ivan Rodriguez with Jeff Sullivan. It's a triumph book. He will be at bookends tonight from 7 to 9 uh, as the Hall of Famer makes his uh, rounds here. When you're playing, you're going through all this stuff. You're having a great career. You probably don't think that much about the Hall of Fame. But I notice talking to so many guys who get in later, it's very special. Absolutely. It really, you've been out five years, you've been away from the limelight a little bit, and you can see how much. I've seen guys who I knew who were tough coaches and tough players in every sport cry when they get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, right. you, you never saw really that emotional before. Well, yeah. It really, why does it, tell me what it meant to you and why it means so much well, to finally mean, get it, in. It means to me a lot because tough coaches, tough manager make you a better player, obviously. And, uh, and and just be able to to came from a small island in in Puerto Rico at the age of sixteen and 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 establish myself here in America and and play this beautiful game. Uh, since sixteen years old, nineteen in the big league, all the way into the age of forty, and and did what I did in the everyday basis, play the game hard, you know, do the things that I got to do to. To, to win for the team, you know, defensively and offensively, and and retire, and then wait five years, you know, only five years. Some of them wait longer than yeah, that. Yeah, you got in first ballot. You got in first. Yeah, Reigns wait ten years. Yeah, you got in first ballot, and, which is uh, a great honor. Yeah, yeah. just uh, be uh, being the same group, you know, as a first ballot Hall of Famer, second catcher, just me and Johnny Bench. You know, he's my idol. He was who grew up, yeah, growing up and. And just be there, you know, coming this Sunday, and and just be able to look to the left and to the right, and in the same stage, and see all those Hall of Famer there is is amazing. Absolutely, we're talking about Padre Rodriguez. All right, who's the who was the tough? And you were a good hitter, good solid hitter, really good hitter. Who was the one pitcher that you gave you fits? Who was the guy? Oh well, man, just killed you. <laughs> Every everyone's Everyone are has everyone's one. are tough. Everyone's yeah, are but difficult. there's one that just owns you. Who was I it? I might probably say David Cohn was very hard. David Cohn. David Cohn. Okay. Because he came throw, at you a lot of different ways. He throws the ball yeah. for so many angles. A lot of angles. Yes. Yes, and uh, a reliever. For also, the place for the Yankees for a long time, Jeff Nelson. Jeff Nelson too. Jeff Nelson interesting. Because okay. he throw, you know, went dropped down a little bit. Yeah. Yes, and uh, those guys are very difficult. 
guys for me to help. Now, who was the good pitcher that you just lit up, you owned? Who's a good <laughs> there's, a, there's always one. Who was the guy you really well, just... Really I, always just say, I always say this. Always the pitcher has the advantage of the game of baseball because let's, let's, let's do the math here. Yeah, three out of ten. Let's do the math yeah. here. If you have a 600 at-bat season, right? 600 at-bat season is probably 162 games. Right. And let's say 600, 200 hits. That's 333 yeah. as an MVP. That's a great year. And then in those 200, you might have, what, probably 40, 50 home runs and 130 RBIs. But how many times you out? 400. 400, yes. So the pitcher always has the advantage no of, of the game. So you you want to see yourself running more to the dugout. But there's a guy that you just base. love that you just saw really well and just hit really hard. There's always uh, a guy. <laughs> uh, well... Let's see who. Um, Probably some left-hander, huh? right? No, no, no. no? It was a right-hander. Uh, well, you know, I, every time I face Roger Clement, I've, I work very hard with him. You, you know, hit him he, well? You saw he him got well? Me, he, you know, he, he got me a lot of times, but I got him a All few right. times There's too. a good one, too. He's a good you pitcher. Know, I got great him pitcher. A, a few times, too. Pedro, great pitchers. You know, power pitchers to me. I, I always love to face them yep. because they wanted to challenge you. And sometimes when you know when you challenge hitter and you leave a fastball right in the middle, it's going to be hit, and, and I love to face them. Tell me about uh, your memories of Detroit. You know, there's, you were in Texas. You went to Florida for a little while. Just two years in Florida, right? I think just two years, right? No, one year in Florida. Only one? You weren't even there the second year. Okay, one year. one year. And, and then and to then Detroit. I went to, uh, and then I went five years to Detroit. Right. Great years there. Uh, I was the only one at the time uh, that came to the ball club. You know, that year that I went in 2003, uh that was the year that Detroit lost 116 games, and 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 I got some friends at home, and 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 some of people from my family said, "You crazy? How can you go from a winning to the worst thing in baseball?" And, and I said to all of them, "It's because that's the place that I want to go, because I want to win there. I want to win there, and I think it's time to to bring that franchise back up again to where it used to be a long time ago." You know, and and basically, you know, Dave Dombrowski came and and, and and talked to my agent and myself and and tell us, look, you know, if you come in on board, we're going to give you a multi-year contract and, and I will promise you that in a couple of years, you're going to have a great team. And in a couple of years, you're going to be back in the World Series. And basically, that's what exactly what he did. You know, he, he brought me in. And then he traded Carlos Guillen, bring Polanco, uh, Magliordone, bring Bellander from AAA, uh, bring Sumaya from from minor leagues, and and then the rest was history. He turned it exactly around. Exactly two years later. Yep. We play against St. Louis in the World Series. Yep. Turned it around. Absolutely. We're talking with Pudge Rodriguez. You know, uh, as you get ready, as you go in the Hall of Fame, uh, there's all this controversy. You played with some of these guys. How do you view the guys who you know are great players, Bonds, A-Rod, guys like this, who have had this steroid stuff? Do you think they should be in the Hall of Fame? Do you have an opinion? Well, you know, I have, I have so much respect for all of them because what they did in baseball, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, just the athletic part of it, you just kind of like, 
you know, hitting a baseball, throwing a baseball, play and and, and perform and, and and play, you know, uh, twenty seven outs is not an easy is not an easy thing to do. I think uh, I respect them in, in in that way. I'm not a person to probably say it should be in or not, but I think I respect them as a player. You know, hitting over over seven seven hundred home runs. It's not easy. You have to. No, you gotta be great. You need yeah. to have an ability to do that. No question. And especially Bonds, you know, the the as you know, he only he only see one pitch, pretty much every game. Right. And he don't miss, and he no, doesn't miss, miss that. And and again, you know, all those guys did so good for baseball. Uh, was a big entertainer for baseball, and the fans love to see them. You know, to see them to see them play at the time. So. I have very good respect for all of them. I mean, listen, everyone went through that steroid craze. I mean, there's been, Piazza had a weight because they people said, oh, he, you know, they couldn't prove it. They yeah. said stuff about you when you lost all right, the weight. They right. said you did yeah. steroids. So I yeah. remember when they you come back really thin one year, exactly. everyone said, oh, the guy was a steroid guy, you <laughs> see? So, you know, and, and you addressed in the book, you said you never did steroids. The bottom line is people who haven't, didn't do it, had to deal with this stuff, too. You know, uh, there was ne- Piazza never failed the test. He never, and there was a lot of guys talking about it, and then they finally put him in. So there's that dividing line now, and you, everyone went through this. I mean, you had guys on your team who, you know, you had A-Rod, you had guys mm-hmm. who were, Palmeiro, you had guys who were steroid guys, and you probably heard about this stuff. So this is something you guys had to live through this whole era. Absolutely, and uh, and as, as, you know, as long as you, you, know, you stay, you know, uh, you stay, do what you do, and basically what we, what we did, basically what I did was all, uh, all preparation. You know, you stay strong, because we play this game, and this game is long. And if you, if and if mental, you're not ready, you're gonna fail. You know, as I think to me, that's the most important thing. You know, just you know all this stuff, but the mental part of the game, to me, is 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 the part of the game that keep you there, uh, and play a long time. We're talking with Pudge Rodriguez. He'll be at bookends tonight in Ridgewood, New Jersey, from seven to nine. He's got a new book out right now. Uh, you work for the, you said you're in the, you work for the front office. You work with John Daniels, I'm John sure, Daniels, yeah, who we yeah, know yeah. very well, who grew up listening to the show um, and is a local guy. Um, do you have any interest in putting a uniform on? You have interest in coaching or managing? <laughs> that's I great, mean, that's a great question. That's something. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I think. Look, would you when, like to go down to manage? Well, when the opportunity comes, yeah, and and it's catches make the be- everyone says catches make the best managers. Well, thank you. Yeah, uh, a lot of catches are managers. You know, yeah, a lot of backup you, catches though. <laughs> not as many stars. Backup catches mostly. You know, guys but, who spend a lot know, of time on the bench. I think, I think it's because we study so much about the game. You know, we read a lot. We, we you know, we have to prepare a lot of stuff. And you got the whole game in front of you. And the whole game in front. And then I always said when when you have when you have a good catcher and good pitching staff, you're going to win a lot of games. And I think that's why probably managers, you know, they place the the, the catching position. Uh, they're great managers. Uh, I think, you know, me, I always thinking about it, you know, right now. So it's I'm something you good. would consider. I'm, yeah, I'm good what I'm doing right now, you know, just working on TV and doing the pre and post games and, and work with John, but, if the opportunity comes, I sit down, analyze it, and see what happens. 
Yeah, so I, I could see that. I mean, that's you know that makes plenty of sense. It's uh, and managers get paid well now, which is not a bad deal. So it's a, you know <laughs> that, not a big deal at yeah, all. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's become obviously very lucrative. And catches everyone always says catches make uh, the best managers. Now, here's one thing though: you were a really good hitter. Did you ever think, hey, if I now you were a very big weapon as a defensive catcher, as we know, because you're th- the, especially throwing out runners. But how much of a toll did it take? How much better offensively would you have been if you played another position? How many days were your legs sore? How many days were your hands sore? Did it have a big impact on you offensively? No, no. I probably still hit in 296 career. Right. So you think you would have been the same hitter if you played uh, another position? Probably, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it didn't take because, a lot of toll on you. Because I never, you know, this is, this is true. I'm not lying to you. I never think about hitting when I was a baseball player. Never thought about hitting? Never, never think about hitting. I always focus on my defense. Right. I always focus on on on, on working with my pitchers, having you know, have my pitcher feels good with me behind the plate, feels good behind the plate, do the things that I gotta do to win games behind the plate. And that's why you see all these throws, all this stuff that I do behind the plate. Because that's And never spend a lot want, of time on I your offense. Not that, a lot of time preparing on your offense, huh? Well, no, basically, I think that's why I end up with having a great career as an offensive player because I never think about it. I just kind of like, you know, I was a player that go out there, just put the batting gloves and grab a bat, get loose in the on deck, go there and and be aggressive. I was a I was very aggressive here. I I did, as you know, I didn't work much. No, not much. No, you no. know, the year ninety nine. Right. You know, uh, I think I watched. I, I think I walk 18 times no. only. Yeah. So, you know, the more the more time that you put the ball in play, the better resource you're going to have. And that's what I teach today. Today I see so many, you know, thinking too much about, oh, he's going to throw me fast, but he's going to throw me breaking, but he's going to throw me change up. And I didn't think about any of that. I just think about seeing the ball, and if it's a strike, made a good swing. Just be a natural be hitter. Be a natural hitter. And, and I did that. In my career, and I almost, I almost end up with three thousand hits. Absolutely, I had a great, absolutely <laughs> great career. What, how would you like to be remembered? I mean, do you want to, when you want people, to, if people say Pudge Rodriguez, what do you want them to remember about Pudge well, Rodriguez? Pudge, Pudge, the guy that smiled. Pudge, the guy that enjoyed the game. Pudge, the guy that respect the fans, and 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 and, and Pudge, I think I appreciate all the support from all of you, the fans. For all these years. Well, you had a, you had a, a very long career. Do you ever have a serious injury? Not really, huh? Did you no, have, well, yeah. I have you a, played a lot of games. I have a, a thumb, a break a thumb, throwing a baseball. Right. I hit Mobon's bat. Right. And I split, I broke it in two pieces. And that was in 2000. Right. Uh, the, the, the year after the MVP. And then before I, uh, I broke my finger, I was having a tremendous offensive year too, so I couldn't be back to back. But that was the hard, you know, that was one of the uh, tough injuries that I have in my career. But uh, but mostly, I yeah, just, you stayed healthy a lot. Stay healthy, you, you did. working, you know, prepare myself in the off season, you know, four and a half months to play. Did you work out games. A, a whole off season? Did Every, you work out all year round? All year all round. All year round. All year round. No time uh, off right after the season. I, I took. Do you I play take, winter I take ball a at month all? Off. Or no. Did you play uh, with the well, ball? For example, if I'm if I'm a player right now, I will tell you what I do. I uh, in the off season, 
you know, in the month of November, I don't, I don't do anything. Nothing in November. Just, just relax right. and just go travel or vacation right. with the family. And then I start working out December. for four months, you know, have a, you know, do a, a program. Baseball stuff or just, or, you just know, heavy, or just lighter, running? Or is running. It, I do a lot of running on the track. But any baseball stuff or not really? In, into probably late December. Gotcha. But uh, but my program, and I'm still doing it. Now I, I, I do more bicycle than running on the track. Right. Uh, but I used to be, I used to work out the same, the, the same way than, than if I prepare myself to run 100 meters. Wow. For example, you know, just speed and, and jumps and all that kind of works that all this track and field does uh, on the track and all this power lifting that they do. That's what I did. Did you lift a lot of weights? Say it again? Did you lift a lot of weights? Uh, no, just no? basically what I need from my body. Right. You know, normally in my legs and my, in my uh, you know, in my abs and right. just, you know, court. More most uh, most of the exercise that I do was court exercise, right? To keep my low back strong, right? And my leg just to be able to catch a hundred plus games, and and just doing uh, Olympic way, just you know power lift and cleans and things like that. But not not much a uh, body weight, no no buys, no. Did tries. you have a set week where you did you catch? Seven games in a row ever, or you did you always have a regular day off? How did you work well, your week during the season? No, I I, I hate to have. I hate did you to catch day games off. off the night games and stuff yeah, like that? Early, yeah, I do that. You did uh, that, huh? I do that. I did that a lot because I didn't want the manager to sit me in the bench. You didn't want to sit. No, no, no I don't. Uh, uh, they asked me if I want to have a day off, and obvious, obviously they. They're wasting the time right. saying that to me because I always want to say no. I'm, playing. <laughs> I'm playing. But anyway, they they did it themselves because I know that that I need a rest or you know some of the some of the day off that I they give it to me was day games. Right. You know, night game after day game, things like that. Okay, but most of the time I was behind the plate. The book they call me Pudge. My life playing the game I love. Did you ever play any other sport or was baseball all the way for you? You grew up in Puerto baseball, Rico, right? I played baseball, I played volleyball, I played basketball, believe it or not, but but uh, basketball didn't help me to get to get taller. <laughs> <laughs> it was baseball all the right. way. And at 19 in the major leagues and now on his way to the Hall of Fame. Well, congratulations. Good luck with the book. Thank you'll you. see, Thank you'll you for see Pudge me. at uh, in Ridgewood, New Jersey tonight at Bookends and tomorrow. In Cooperstown, right? You're going to Cooperstown. I'm going to tomorrow. All right, so he'll be up there making an appearance too. Uh, that's going to be his home, uh, away from home from now on up in Cooperstown.